the award-winning crunch time. For Azito Power Tools, German design quality and innovation powering DIYers all day, every day. Yeah, I mean, we've got a bit of a lesson from a more experienced midfield tonight. And um, sometimes in, in the contest, the harder you try to win the contest, the more you get exposed on the outside. And I thought there was a little bit of that as the game went on. Yeah, we just get in and win it or tried to pressure them and then you end up with two to ones and yeah, they're, they're one spare players on the outside and once they get to the outside it's so hard to stop so yeah, and they kicked four goals out of stoppage in the in the last quarter so yeah sort of exposed ourselves by trying to win the game in some sense then. Fremantle are two and four after their first six this is a team that had risen into the finals last year and won a final they were a curiosity through the trade period where they had built their list and then they altered it before they'd achieved anything and there were obvious tension points and those tension points have, have been right at the centre of their first six weeks. This is crunch time for Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day at Bunnings. You, you sounded the alarm early on Fremantle, Kingy, out of last year and into this year uh, and there's there's not much happening to, to have the counter-argument on the field at the moment. Yeah, so... I've never been a fan of the chip chip brand and protect your back six, and that that to me skews the numbers. It means it means you have a great defensive rating because you only concede seventy points a game, but in terms of actually defending, you do very little of actually beating a man or diffusing uh, the opposition counter attack and, and and retarding their ball movement. You actually learn, in my opinion, bad habits, and, and I never trust those teams. And it's fake footy. It looks good on on a piece of paper. We only conceded sixty five points today. But you, but you wasted hours and hours of, of, of game time. The game has changed, right? I, I keep saying this. The game now is about winning contests outside of clearance. Head-to-head. Head, just sheer differential. Plus one, plus five, plus ten. If you can get to plus ten, you, you'd be probably winning 75% of games. Right now, as we speak, the best teams at winning contests post-clearance, Adelaide Crows plus 56. How are they going? Collingwood plus 49. St Kilda plus 43, Essendon plus 36, Melbourne plus 27. They're the best five teams in the comp right now, okay? In second last are the GWS Giants at minus 39. And in last, with minus 72, mm. that's a big gap back to second last, to the Fremantle Dockers. This is absolute coaching. It's where you invest your outnumber. It's how you, it's how you uh, ensure that your troops have predictability, so they can run certain patterns. The, the, I don't see this at all at Fremantle. Now, I've been saying this for a long time, and this is the uncontested mark game because people fan and they all get their own space. So so you, you're by yourself. And then when the ball's turned over, you, good luck getting back. Or and no, That wasn't necessarily the case last night. But when you don't play an outnumber situation, everyone's into Collingwood at the moment because they overinvest. I'd rather overinvest and have an asset than not be capable of competing. They're in awful trouble with the mechanics of how they play. There's no doubt about that. I actually sat there at the end of the game and I said, is this the best that they can do? On their home deck in a crucial game where that gives them a chance to go ahead of the opposition and they got absolutely flogged on their home deck. Hard to find a way, isn't it, when you think about it? You know, I mean, they're not... Uh, there's, there's just... No, you know, and they're just they're too small. In the midfield, they're too small. They're too. They're, their tools up forward are okay, but they don't get the ball. Doesn't come their way. Just doesn't come. Doesn't come enough. 
So, so 40 odd inside 50s is not enough to win a game. 68 points, 69 points. You cannot win any game with 69 points. I don't care what you do. You've got to score. Yeah. So, so it's, it's not irretrievable, right? Because we've seen Richmond be this version and then 12 months later win a flag. So it's the, you've just got to accept that you've got to change the mix or the but, profile yeah, but this or the is way how you play. They, this is how they want to play. He's told us yeah, this is how they that, want to that's play. That's why I don't understand. So well, he won't have a job too long. If it keeps going. So they have to even identify that, that something needs to be fixed before it even is fixed at the moment because he's told us that this is this is part of the method. That, and that's why I keep saying I don't see I, I don't understand. You can win individual games playing any way you like. You can play the most fraudulent brand of football of all time and win games of footy, right? Charging forward, cheating forward and have a day out. But long term, it doesn't, it doesn't win your big games. And mm. It doesn't really help you develop. So what what is... Yeah, what is Caleb Sarong going to be at the end of his days? Is he going to be that that everywhere midfielder that just keeps you know getting on top of you everywhere we go and outnumber and provide scoreboard damage? Because he's a star. He he's playing some really good footy at the moment. He was brilliant last week, ripping the heart out of the Gold Coast Suns, and he was good again last night. But outside of Sarong, I'm looking for the next player of damage in that midfield. And Brayshaw is a, a good solid player. He's a nice player. But he's not he's not a breakaway midfielder. He's not a he's not a he's not a destroyer. He's a nice, good, solid AFL player that's that's gonna play a lot of footy. But who's their next destroyer in the middle? So they go back to Amira, they go back to Brody, and he sort of just mentioned names after that don't really that don't really mean much. So I'm I'm I wanna see this next wave of midfielder that they've drafted. Erasmus. These guys give him an opportunity. Let's see him. Because what you're doing now is not really it's not getting it done. Hopefully they're good too because they're not going to be doing some point end drafting for a while, it would appear, Jared. This is the this is the ultimate salt in the womb with Luke Jackson, which I know you want to explore a little bit later. But to think so at the moment, what they're giving up for Jackson is 13, 6, and 24. And they got Jackson 44 and 67 back. So Melbourne at the moment have got six and twenty-four from Fremantle, tied up in a nice little present. And if it goes in, in this next draft, in this twenty twenty three draft. They've already given up thirteen. Correct. Yeah. So if things continue to keep going south for Fremantle, then they, that is that is just a shocking turn of events to get a player into your club that even isn't working at the moment. And we'll come back to Sean Darcy. So uh, it's just incredible to think they've got themselves in this position. They traded out a lot. They had to to fit Jackson in. The writing was on the wall early. That's Akers. That's Lobb. That's Logue. That's uh, Darcy Tucker. So depth players, role players, important players to fit a player in who's just a piece of the jigsaw that isn't fitting at the moment, and they're going to pay the price potentially throughout the course of the year. What, what's what, wrong what with price? Darcy? He didn't need, Darcy runs pretty good. He goes right in the ruck. Why would they need another one? What, why, what's the price during the year, then, that you talk of? What price? Well, when it comes to the draft, yeah. and they've got a handover, which they already have done, their future picks, they gave Melbourne a future first and a future second. Tied to their position this year on the ladder. Feeling like they were going to be a team challenging the top four. Yeah. I understand that. So that is the price they will pay at the point end. So if Which things is a go significantly south, higher price than Geelong play paid for Jeremy Cameron. It's a, it's a frightening a set of numbers. Price than Cameron. Yeah, well, it's the a first two picks are significantly lower. Gee whiz. It's it's just a, happened, yeah. This happened with Ruckman now. The, the, the Ruckman is the most important player in the in the team. I don't think so. He's more than a Ruckman, Luke Jackson. Oh, I understand that. but, but he, he, He's a, he's a high-quality player. It's, it, we're, we're six weeks in. I think he played okay last night. I think he did some things that were okay. He's not a forward, though, yeah, is he? Already got if, a he is, if he is a forward, then they're going to have to be patient <laughs> yeah, when really they've everything everything they've shown us is they're building for, for the now or the foreseeable future anyway. So can they afford to be – I mean, they're hinging a lot on, on Matt Tavener, who 
we're not going to see for a long time anyway who hasn't shown that he can consistently deliver anyway. And is haven't, it, haven't they handed the battle of Jai Amos? Yeah, well, we only seen flickers from Jai yeah, Amos. I, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. They didn't give up three first rounders potentially for Jai, two first rounders and a second for Jai Amos either. Well, he's so pick eight exactly. He's One, he's a high quality pick taken and homegrown. So the, the question is, look, are we? Could we even contemplate the question? Did Luke Jackson picked the right team in Perth because if it was at West Coast who, of course, have got all the issues under the sun at the moment, he would be the number one ruck. With Nick Nat not sided, um, you know, Bailey Williams in the ruck there filling in. That He played one game with that Max Scorn last year, um, and it was round 15 versus Brisbane at the MCG against Oscar McInerney. He had 21 disposals, 18 hit adds a goal, nine tackles, and he got the two Brownlow votes. He He's very lit, good. He lit it yeah, up. That was the only time we well, saw him, him without Max Scorn. No point bloody telling him now. <laughs> Ring him during the trade period, you idiot. So how's that? So so we know what he can offer without competition in his own locker room, but they're trying to shoehorn him into yeah. a position that he so, doesn't. So in three, play. they have the best ruckman in the competition. Got we just discussed that. Yeah, we in just Darcy. Said, yeah. In three years' time, is Jackson not the best? The best is making a comeback on Max Monday Gorn. night. Yep. All right, but in the All Australian offerings this year, yep. Darcy's leading. He's leading. Yeah. Okay. Because Gorn hasn't been playing. Well, it's <laughs> between true. him. It's him or English. You said he but was the, the best. He's in the conversation. He's not the best. Max you is the best. You said he was the best. So just hang, don't get distracted by sellers. <laughs> it can happen. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> it reduces yeah. people to puddles. It's piped down from it. <laughs> I've said anything. <laughs> in three years' time, is Jackson Fremantle's number one ruckman? No, but he doesn't have to be. He doesn't have to be. He's doesn't. more than just a ruckman. That's my point. So where does like, he play if he's not? So what, one is, what is he in three? Because they've invested for the future, for the long term, so they don't get judged in the first well, six weeks. I'm not, speaking, what, what I'm not talking for them, time? but I, I think he's more than a my, – my point is he's more than a ruckman. What he does impacts the scoreboard. We're six weeks in. They got this guy for – they got him for 200 games. and he'll, he'll be a good contributor. Does he back up to those selections at the moment? Not today he doesn't. But he, he – you can't. This is the thing with the draft. They have sat back and said, "Okay, we're giving up thirteen, a future pick, future second, and a future first. Correct. It's a big price. It's a big price. But they, they're going to get two hundred and fifty games out of this guy. So you can't. I can go through the draft with you. We can sit here and go through picks that that wouldn't. Those three picks wouldn't add up to two hundred games. We can do that time and time again. So they've said, "That's we know what we're getting. Let's take it." Now I don't know whether it's right or wrong, and we don't know. We're six games in, but he's more than a ruckman. Well, the. the his best exposed form at the moment is as a ruckman. Now he's set of numbers at the moment. They that 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 trade right there would be headline grabbing, even if he was in the ruck and playing well, because of Fremantle's ladder position. He's not playing well, no. and so it makes it a real issue. And then what does it mean for someone like Sean Darcy, who's contracted until twenty twenty four? What will Fremantle look to do? What will rival clubs look to do for someone like Sean Darcy? Is he gettable? Can they get him out of there? Sean Darcy now. Yes. Are you moving Sean Darcy? Sean Darcy and Luke Jackson are they're, they're intertwined. <laughs> Can't you see the that? The two best. <laughs> <laughs> Can't this you see they're intertwined? They're not going to let him go. He's out of contract in 2024. What I'm saying to you is if you are a rival club, surely you are knocking on the door of, of, of Sean yeah. Darcy's Let manager. Let me tell you, he's not a centre-half forward so, and he's not a full forward, okay? That's what he's not. So the Fremantle get to playing. a position where they think, oh, Luke Jackson, we, he, he might not work as a forward. We've got to get him in the ruck. Then what does that mean so for we, Sean Darcy? This, this is where we talk about individual players, right? Mm. You've got to work out. You've got to know, I've always said this to Jerry. You've got to know where you're at. Right? Are we rebuilding? Are we developing? Are we contending? Where are we on the table? And I look at their their, their building profile. How, how long have they been rebuilding for? At what point do you say, okay, that's the start of the rebuild and it's coming out of the ground here? 
Yeah, so to the last two years of Ross Lyon were rebuild years. So what were they, 17 and 18? Mm-hmm. Would that be... I hate asking. Maybe, maybe, back maybe 18 years. and 19. 18, 19, 19 that's right. In 18, their first pick was Sam Sturt, who we just saw some glimpses of last night. I like the look of Sam mm-hmm. Sturt. I think he's got he's got a role to play. The rest of that draft, Lockie Schultz was in that draft, so that, that's a pretty good pick. 2019, they went 7, 8 and 9. Young, going to be a very good player. Sarong, total star. Mm. Liam Henry, in and out. Michael Frederick, good player. Mm. Right? So, that, so the list, good is, draft. list is building. Yep. And then they get Chapman, who I think is a very good player. O'Driscoll, very good player. Brandon Walker showing some things. So that's a pretty good draft in 2020. They may think that they have enough pieces already to be able to trade away those picks to get a player like Jackson. This is my point. Is it's the total build. Not just in isolation, one yeah. player. But, but you have to, but you have to be right. Yeah, hundred I mean, percent. This is always our discussion. Yep. You, you not only have to know where you're at, but you have to be right. You have to accurately assess that they are not the team they expected to be this year. So if they, if you're if you're, I think it's David Walls is the list manager. Yep. If you're David Walls, and I, I'm going to allow you to give the deal back today, Jared, and reset. Jackson goes back to Melbourne. You take your picks back. Is that what you're doing? Yeah. And I'll go and get him in two years' couldn't, time. Couldn't Oof. do it quick enough. And I'll get him in couldn't two years' time. Couldn't do it quick time. enough. 100% you do it that way. Gee whiz, six well, games you, in. You still haven't told us where Luke Jackson plays. He plays everywhere. He's, like, well, he's, everywhere. Bit, like, he's a bit like Mark. He's Mark Blitzar's, but, a, but uh, with So he plays class. midfield. He can play midfield. The, the, the problem, I think, with what they did with forward. their list... Is key back before that They're actually. That's where Blitzhouse has started with the laying blokes on the ground. Before they'd actually <laughs> achieved what they were doing in this rebuild, they changed too many pieces. There's no. not really a historic precedent for this. No, there's not. I, I, it's a gamble. I'm, I'm not. I'm not here to bat for them because I hate the way they play. If they play a brand of football that allows their talent to express themselves and win contests. And go forward and take risks. You will see the best of all of these guys. Right now, it's rubbish. Total. That's so. I, I don't care about the individual pieces just yet. Get the system right, mm. and then the, then it'll fall into no, place. You'll no, see the no, best no of Luke Jackson. No arguments with that at all. I've done a bit of arguing. Luke, Jackson, Luke Jackson is a ruckman. <laughs> he's a ruckman. He's more than a ruckman. Oh, he's a ruckman who's very good below his knees. Would you give me that? And he can, he's, he, he's a follower. There you he's go. He's a modern-day follower. He's a ruckman that can play full forward. He can, he can, can he, he can play ru- full forward? Absolutely. He can. can he? Yeah. Didn't you see him last night at full forward? Yeah, I saw him kick one goal no, and have nine one touches goal, and one, take nine. a couple of marks. Yeah, one because mark. the poor was delivery in there was terrible. Marks. The delivery was shocking. Seconds out. You're listening to Crunch Time. It's been a violent week. <laughs> the award-winning Crunch Time. For Azito Power Tools, German design quality and innovation powering DIYers all day, every day. No one's drawn breath through the ad break there, other than Kingy, who's gone for the muffin. Gone for the muffin, Jared. Uh, the next five. Not a, not a very good one, either. The Can next five for Frio are Brisbane at the Gabba. They've got Hawthorne in Perth, and they've got Sydney at the SCG, Geelong in Perth, and Melbourne at the MCG. So their risk at two and four is that they're going to be done by the bye. Yeah, they're done. So they've got to pull it together right now. <laughs> no. Uh, well, you can see any way they're going to get out of this. <laughs> I just can you told give me you, an idea? I just told you I'm not a fan of any of it. <laughs> and you want me to give you a, sell you a, a counter-argument? Well, last night was a huge game because one of them goes <laughs> up and one goes down. That's the key. Mm. And, it, and, it's, and certainly the one that went down deserves so, to. So my, the priority for me is to get the game plan sorted. I don't care about wins and losses. If you haven't got a mode of, of being able to function and win a game of football and identity as such, that's something where you can stand next to someone and say, well, if the game goes into this phase, we've got you covered. 
not just up and back and seeing how you know, seeing which star factor player steps up. That that's not that's not guilt edge coaching. And so get that right, and then get the young kids in. Find out where Erasmus is and punch thirty games into him in a hurry. Mm. Give give the next wave of talent an opportunity. I know they've got some injuries at the moment. What, there's a couple. There's a couple of really handy players that are not there at the middle. Driscoll's a very, very good player. I want to see Chapman. You know, this Nathan Fife goes all right. I wouldn't mind seeing him back yeah. in there. What, what's a this? no? Not a long-term play, but clearly, <laughs> clearly a player for the now. It would be handy. Would he? No, not? he's a Brownlow medalist. But they don't play him in the middle. They yeah, they play him full forward. So no, I, they as do, a yeah. full forward, because yeah, they've noticed I'd rather they've got have no Amos full there. forward. Yeah. I'd rather have Amos at full forward than five. Mm. Or maybe that's something hey, that needs to be revisited. At least he attracts the ball. Five. They will kick it to him. Who do I, they kick it to yeah. now? I forgot Amos was playing last night for big chunks <laughs> of time. Who they do they kick they to didn't now? Give him a look. Jesus. No, they it's didn't give him a look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ring Kane. <laughs> ring Kane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough day. But but you're better off at least have that experience with the kid. Okay, there we can we can grow. We can sit down during the week and say, okay, the ball's coming down this side. What do you do? That this not every game of development is a good one. You, know, you learn as much in your losses as you do your wins, or your poor performances as you do in your good ones. So it's not it's not just play him and he'll be fine. It's get the warts early it, and then work them out because if you, the more games you waste with him in the reserves, he's not having these experiences. So five five will come and be a reasonable player, but when, what does it do for you? Not much, but it'll help you straighten yourself up because they don't go straight, as you well know. Uh, and the other side of that is that you've got to understand what the kids are capable of. What do you so, think this kid's capable of? Well, how much can he run? How can he run 100 minutes non-stop? Can he do this? Can he take a mark in, a, in an area where there's people around him? Can he do that? What can he actually do? Not to labour the point. Not to labour the point, but just educate us for a moment. Are they a free man on an island at the moment with their method? Is, is everyone else? No, <laughs> is everyone else over there, Kingy? Or it's getting really sharp now? <laughs> no, no. Are, no, are but, they? Not? Well, in the way they play, that chip, that keeping's off brand. Well, they've they've sort of. Waxed and waned in and out of that. So there's t- teams said, we'll let you have 120 marks, 130 mm. marks. Mm. And they just sat back and wait for them to bring the ball forward, yep. turn over, then you play against them. Other teams have denied them the, the uncontested mark. Like the Adelaide Crows sat off them and said, no, you're not switching the ball. You're going long down the line to, mm. a, to an, an out number that's going to favour us. And then we're going to beat you at ground level because you don't win contest outside of clearance. So now, any time the game's in general, general flow, yeah. They get beaten up at contests, so you can't compete. You can't continue your possession chains, and you can't interrupt the opposition when they've got it. So you end up a really poor intercept team, and you end up a really mm. um, dysfunctional unit. So Fife can help, right? Fife can help in the midfield, can. but he's not going in there to replace. If, if Fife comes in and Amos goes out, well, what's your net gain there, really? I'm saying play Fife as a midfielder, accept that you've got it wrong, don't be stubborn, and make the decision between a, a, a Brody or, or an O'Meara or a someone else who's, who's a senior core player that's just just off a fraction. Yeah, and, and O'Meara was okay last night. I'm not, I'm not necessarily nominating them to be dropped after last night, but put pressure on the midfielders to perform because you've got this guy waiting in the wings. Don't just drop a kid in the forward line because you're bringing him five. You know, I saw last night in the, in the game, no Shepherd. No push away, no clearance work when they're there. There was no help for anyone who was going for the ball. It's all about you've got to win it yourself and then use it to somebody else. And, and they're all hanging around trying to get an easy kick. That's what I saw. 
It's at the contest, and, isn't it? Always at the contest. That's Plus what it was. Every, brown, every, bow, every brownie throw in, every centre <laughs> bounce, everywhere it was exactly the same. Zip Not and six. One. Zip and six they are for contested ball. It's a, it's amazing, isn't it? So even in their even in their dominant win, they they lost contested ball. Zip and six. Yeah. So the the post clearance one is the one that I focus mm-hmm. on because because I think that's the game at the moment now. It's 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 at clearance, working out how you get the ball from inside to outside. That's a game that happens a hundred times a, a, a match, mm-hmm. and then on and then on the outside. So to break down the contested possessions, Horny and I did it during the week. Mm. There's a hundred of them at clearance and a hundred eighty of them in general play. So I'd rather be good at the hundred eighty than yep. the hundred. Yeah, just as a starting point. All right, we'll park Friday night's discussion there. Move so it's been uh, contested footy, I think already. We're going into the dangerous territory next. Where the dangerous going? tackle. Oh. So mouth guards in. Lay them down. Lay Crunch them down is for Azito Was powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. <laughs> Sen merch is now available. Get your exclusive Sen branded T-shirts at merch.sen.com.au. I, I'd be disappointed if there isn't Crunch Time gear there. Ooh. You are listening to Crunch Time. <laughs> 